I'm recording this as a video and as a podcast, and I haven't made a podcast this week. For those who are not familiar, I have 15-minute free thinking. There's a link in the description. And at this point, I'd really like to talk about quite a few different things. And I decided to go freestyle this time. I mean, sure, I could have a whole list of notes in front of me for the new year where I could talk about all these different things that I find important and uh, make sure that I have every last detail straight, tell you all the crazy moments in 2020, but you don't want to hear that. My message here is one of positivity. It's one of hope for the future and hope for humanity. You know, if we don't have that, we've lost everything. And I know that sounds cheesy and that's okay. But, you know, I remember last night when I was... I Let's just say last night was an interesting eye-opening experience. I had an interesting night. And I've kind of metaphorically reread some books. When you get new information, you reinforce what's important. You remind yourself. Everybody has their own way of doing that. Let's just say I went to my own personal church. And uh, we... I had some nice in-depth conversations about life, about existence, and just about the absurdity of it all. But more, I reminded myself of these things that I already knew. That the things that matter most are connection, family and realizing that you're part of something greater. You can call it source, creator, God. And I realize that that turns a lot of people off, but the same way you got to realize it turns a lot of even creationists off because they want to hear you talk about specific gods. I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm talking about being part of something that we can't comprehend, something that started billions of years ago, something so out of our, far out of our understanding that all we can do is hope that we're playing some role in a greater cosmic game. And that it's okay to be human. That it's okay to fail. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to have trials, tribulations, failures. I'm going to turn this light a little bit because it's driving me nuts. There we go. That's a little better. And uh, just being honest about who we are and what we expect out of life even if we don't know. Humanity has been playing a game for a long time, and I guess one of the big realizations that I had last night was, and I, what I kind of wanted to title this video, if I can remember, <laughs> was that, uh, is it a half sunny, day, or is it going to be partly cloudy or partly sunny? And it's the same as the half glass full, half glass empty you know, paradigm. You figure out which one, but sometimes it's more complicated than that. Sometimes we get so distraught that even the positive things we come across in life get us down. We feel like we can't be that person we want to be. We feel like we can't accomplish the goals we want to accomplish. Then we get into a perpetual cycle of self-denial. Self-respect is diminished. Our self-image is tarnished by our inability to do the things we are told we should do, that society tells us we can do. Become a millionaire, you know, have a successful business, be an entrepreneur, or, you know, work for a, a great 401k, whatever it might be for you. It's hard to achieve those goals 
because we know what we want, but it's hard to figure out the route to get there. And so the big change I want to make for myself in 2021 is to allow things to happen as they do, natural progression. Just trust in, you know, that things will be okay, because that's really all we can do. But at the same time, put in a lot more work. It takes a lot of work to make things happen. In America, we've become way too complacent. It's way too easy to let, you know, it's it's just crazy that we, my wife and I were talking about, you know, the 1984 paradigm, the idea that we always knew that it'd be a surveillance state. But as we were told that it was a surveillance state, instead of us speaking up or doing something about that, we chose to uh, double down and put Alexa in our houses, right? Um allowing ourselves to be monitored 24-7, we've just given up basically our rights to privacy and we're just starting to realize the implications of that, of what's happening to society. But my point here is not to focus on that, but just to explain that that is happening. But we don't have to be completely engulfed in that negative side of where society is going. There is still hope for a better future for humanity. I know that things look grim, sometimes. In fact, things look grim often for people uh, with what's going on with the climate, especially, you know, the fact that the climate, that climate change is occurring, which it always has, but of course we are exponentially increasing the carbon, you know, imprint. Uh, Regardless of what people believe, the storms will get stronger and the fires will get worse. The question is not whether it's happening, but why is it so frustrating? It's because so many people still deny it. So many people are still in denial that anything is ever happening outside of their own little bubbles. They can't see that people are starving in other countries. They don't care to see that these locust infestations elsewhere and mass migrations elsewhere, you, you can't close your eyes to what's going on in the world. We're heading for some grim times. But you don't have to focus on that every day. You don't have to make it a negative thing. You can make a positive out of it. Find a way to help someone. I mean, there's nothing I'd love more than to start my own nonprofit. It seems daunting. I've, I, and I actually look in, looked into it recently. And I thought, I bet if I started some sort of a, a campaign or a Kickstarter to actually like help people, that it would be a great thing. And I could probably make it happen. And then I started doubting myself, thinking, but... So many of these organizations are distrusted. They waste the funds. They start these campaigns to help others, and then they siphon it off for, like, administrative costs. You know, how much of the Red Cross money actually goes to the victims? I won't go into that, but let's just say that helping others (laughs) is a profitable venture. And it's sad that it has to be that way. That's the world that we're living in. But there's also a different side to that. That, that the real help that's going on is not these big organizations that come in and help after a disaster, but neighbors helping neighbors, people helping people, even on the smallest level, that what really matters is how we treat each other. And when we dehumanize each other or entire nations or religions or groups of people based on what they believe, what they think or practice or what we think they believe... We're no better than, you know, the most ignorant humans that ever existed. At least 
in the past, the most ignorant groups would could mind their own business. Now it seems like uh, people who want won't just live their own lives. They want to go. And now we have the internet, something that's completely changed the way we communicate, and it's allowed smaller groups to flourish and seem like they're bigger than they are. The loudest voices have the least to say, kind of thing. But at the same time, we've been bombarded with con- consistent propaganda advertising for decades and it's pretty much the consumer mind is so wrapped up in what is it's hard to see what could be it's hard to see the possibility for a better future and i think that most people want this they really want a better future but we just can't see past our own short short-sightedness that's the problem Pretty soon, we're all going to be climate refugees in one way or another. Something is going to happen in everyone's life where they're going to have an emergency and they need help. And it's at that time where you realize who your friends really are, which neighbors are there to help. You know, if any one of my neighbor's houses caught on, caught on fire or they had an emergency, I'd do anything I could to help them. But even if it was a neighborhood I was in randomly, I'd do the same thing. It's just what we do for each other. That's what you think. There are a lot of people who just walk by, don't say a word, don't want to get involved in anything out there, and it's pretty pathetic. Can't focus on those people. Focus on the rainbows and the unicorns, not the cesspools. That's, I think, the the true solution. It's not rose-colored glasses. This is something I've really been thinking about a lot lately. Positive thinking is something that I went through a major phase with years ago where I was convinced that putting out positive vibes into the universe was going to bring it back tenfold and that all I wanted to do was make other people's lives grand. But the reality is that you have to focus on the real shit as well, the real problems that are going on out there. And sometimes those problems are uncomfortable. Sometimes those problems can be difficult to talk about. And they make me cringe when I have to talk about a difficult subject. When it has anything to do with religion or politics, I feel obligated to talk about it, but I don't want to. A lot of the times, I just don't. You know, I am cautious about what I do upload. I mean, I I wanted to do a live stream last night, but I was in such a personal state of mind, I didn't want to put that out to the world. There's some things that are too sacred. Um... But in that, let's just say, in that state of mind, I I saw some things that reminded me of what's important and reminded me to bring myself back to earth and that my life is my life, just like your life is your life, and we're the only ones that can control our own lives. And it's really easy to fall into letting others dictate what's true and what's right and what's real for us. But we can't fall for that. We have to stay on our own path. And at the same time, there's this certain human system that we've created, right? Um, Not all the things we have in society are bad. You know, we look at money as a horrible thing. You know, money is the root of all evil. Sure, if you're greedy. But otherwise, it's just the root to eating, right? It's only the root of all evil to people who have too much, perhaps. But uh, the idea of trade, smaller communities... Some of the <laughs> the way that humans have been all through history, we're going to end up going back to that. 
We're going to get back to smaller communities, I believe. We're going to get back to smaller homes, perhaps a lot more slums. If you look at what's really going on out there, the homeless problem, it's only a matter of time. Half of America is a paycheck away from losing their homes. It's like this pandemic at the very beginning, I supported a temporary lockdown, of course, for a couple of weeks, sure, if we could do something about it and go get tests and get the shit going. The people that we hire, that we pay all of our, you know, a third of all of our money to, to, to or in taxes to the government to take care of shit like this, then they just dismantle the programs and don't do shit about it. Well, and ignore it and downplay it. Um, the thing is, it could have been dealt with better, and it wasn't. And because of that, it's not just lost in lives, but lost in time, resources, businesses. And all through this year, people have been complaining. I can completely see the argument for businesses that want to open back up. You can't just shut down for half the fucking year and then get back to your regular scheduled business. You have to pay your mortgage. And what this is, unfortunately, the side effect of this is that it's shutting down the middle class and the poor. It's basically destroying the fabric of society around the world. We were already hanging by a thread. And I'm only saying this not to bring you down, but to say that we can pull ourselves out of this. We really can. You know, if you asked me a week ago, I'd say we're doomed. But then I started really thinking about it. How can we pull through? And I thought, you know, humanity has been through so much worse. What am I looking at wrong here? Because if I'm seeing doom and gloom, it means that there's something wrong in my own personal thinking. Because, sure, anything could happen tomorrow. But I'd much rather focus on the things that most likely we can achieve. Things that You can't focus on the what-ifs but rather the what can we do. How can we improve the future for ourselves? Having a small intentional community, like my family was talking about, we just, we'd love to buy a piece of land, and we're talking about how would we get the money? How do we get a few people that we can trust together with the same intentions and ideas to buy a piece of land? People that won't rip you off, that don't intend to screw you over. People that are just honest people. Um... It's harder than you think to find that when it comes to sharing property or sharing, you know, land. Uh, But if you find the right group of people moving out, building a few little houses and having a little community like that, I think now would be the best time to do that. I really do. And it's because I think a lot more people are going to be climate refugees, even leaving California. It's been going on for decades. People will be leaving Vegas and everywhere else once the water dries up. Um, It sounds ridiculous, but people keep saying that. Oh, it won't happen. It won't happen in my lifetime. And then all of a sudden it's happening in your lifetime. Like the people in Louisiana who said, you know, well, we didn't think we'd hit another storm like that. Then they get five this year that just kick their asses. I mean, these things will keep happening. And I think people are waking up to that, that things are going to become more intense. But if we let that consume us, then we're not getting anything accomplished. We really need to think clearly, think proactively. And even if our efforts are so minimal and pathetic, you know, I guess they're worth it. I mean, even a week ago, I talked about climate change, and I listed off a bunch of things that I thought were ridiculous about people trying to, like, put sand on glaciers and put iron in the sea to feed the plankton so they produce more oxygen. 
trying to fuck with nature, basically, to fix nature. And even though I roll my eyes at that and say nature's bigger than you can, humans can try to fix, you know, it has to do its own regulation. I also really respect the ingenuity of humans to even make the effort. The fact that humans care enough to try. And it shows me I'd rather watch inspirational videos. You know, there's times in my life where I've watched nothing but inspirational videos, motivational videos, Alan Watts, things like that. Then all of a sudden it's doom and gloom and I get into this corner of YouTube or elsewhere that's just a cesspool. Next thing you know, I'm commenting something political and I think, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you getting sucked into this? So I guess those are my thoughts for the day. If I go on, I'll probably ramble all day. And, uh, I appreciate you listening, and this will probably be on a podcast available on most platforms, as well as, most likely, a a YouTube video as well, and um, so there will always be extras on the podcast and whatnot, so thanks for listening, thanks for watching, if you want to hear any more, it'll be on the podcast. Now for the podcast part, finishing the podcast here. Um, I appreciate all of you who listen to my podcast, regardless of whether the episode might be interesting to you or not. I know that some of my subjects can be a little, looking back, you know, talking about men's rights movements, talking about anything with, you know, uh, feminism or anything controversial in today's world. Um, you know, that turns people off, but climate change really shouldn't be an issue of contention. It shouldn't be a debate, um, but it is, and that's the world we live in. So I do my best to address the issue with an open and balanced viewpoint, and uh, I do realize that there's some things that we can do to improve our world and other things that we're just kind of pissing in the wind. But my long-term hope for humanity is that If a large enough crisis happens, we can pull ourselves out of it, regardless of how many humans remain. We're pretty smart. We're we're ingenious. So uh, I think we'll do pretty well. So thank you for listening. Thank you to all my patrons. I'll try to list them in the description here. And uh, I hope that 2021 can be a phenomenal year. I really do. But only we can decide that. Let's hope we make the right decision. Be well, friends, and take care.